Alright, so the last couple weeks I've been all about Thanksgiving and Christmas because it's been Thanksgiving and Christmas time, but you know what? It's a new year, it's New Year's Day, it's 2022! So I think it's time you heard some of my other New Year's Eve stories besides the time I gave someone X-Lax for making out with a guy who wasn't my boyfriend. So let's just get into this, okay? So I've never been, like, huge into animes. Animes have just never been my thing. But recently, I started for date night. My husband and I watched, are watching the live-action version of Cowboy Bebop. My husband is a huge anime fan, as is Molly, if you remember from last week, my older sister Molly. Um, yeah, the only time I ever watched anime was with Molly, or my husband now that I'm older. Um, and usually it was, like, Sailor Moon, or, like, Pokemon, or Digimon, or, like stuff that everybody watched when we were kids you know like the cool stuff that was like on Toonami or occasionally Dragon Ball Z but like there's so much other stuff out there that was on Toonami and even that wasn't um, there's like this whole whole genre of stuff anime and they're starting to make live action versions so that's what my husband and I are doing for date nights so far I like it it's like got this cool like 70s cop detective vibe and they're bounty hunters. Oh my god, dude. It's such a good show. Like, I'll, I'll put it this way. Coming from someone who is not into anime, anime is not really my thing. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying, not really my thing. It doesn't really hold my interest. You will like this if you are not into anime. You will like this, though. Like, it's got uh, good stories to it. It's got just the, it's just the whole production is incredible. Like, the production value of everything is awesome. It's very futuristic, very sci-fi, but also, like I said, 70s, like, cop, detective, bounty hunter vibe. It's really cool. So, you know, it's, give it a shot. Even if you don't like anime, you'll pro if you're into that whole, like, futuristic sci-fi, but also still somewhat vintage 70s retro kind of thing, you'll probably like this. So the question of the episode is... What is your New Year's resolution if you have one? And if you have, if you don't have one, what was your last one that you made? And did you succeed or fail at it? I always fail, by the way. Alright, so I said this is going to be all about these crazy New Year's that I've had. Besides the time I drugged a psycho with some X-lags. Um... And made her shit herself in an AMPM or whatever the fuck bathroom. So, uh, we're gonna start out where I'm kind of younger, then go through the years until adulthood. So let's get started, shall we? Sorry about the vocal fry. I'm still kind of sick when you're hearing this, so, mm, sorry. So in the last episode, I nicknamed my stepdad Jan, so we don't know his real name. Um, but yes... This story has to do with him. I may have been six or seven at the time, and he worked at a construction company at the time. Him and my mom and my mom lived together, and we lived with them, but they were not married. So Amanda and I, my mom and Jan, um, were going to go to this guy's house that he worked at at the construction company or worked with at the construction company. We went to this guy's house, and I remember this guy did not have kids, so it was literally me and my sister just like hanging out in like a back den area while the adults were in the kitchen and living room like drinking and watching you know 
New Year's Rockin' Eve and all that and having all that fun times and doing shots. And I remember my sister and I were watching, I think, Disney Channel, either Disney Channel or, or, or Cartoon Network, one or the other, I don't remember, and coloring and, like, doing other little stuff like that, waiting for it to be midnight because at midnight we were going to go outside and do a bunch of fireworks and everything. And I remember we were hanging out and eating pizza. Everybody was eating pizza and, and other junk food. And all of a sudden, my mom and this guy's wife come and get us. They pull us out from the back den. We all run into the living room with um, Jan and his friend and his friend's wife and my mom. And we're all sitting around. We're watching a countdown. We're counting down 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 3, 2, 1. We all run outside. And we start lighting off all these fireworks. And I just remember that was the first time I'd ever done fireworks on New Year's Eve. I'd never done them any time except for 4th of July. So I was like, I'm kids that I'm a firebug. Like, you give me something to light on fire, I'm going to light it on fire. You give me something to blow up, I'm going to frickin' do it. Like, I just I just have always loved fireworks and, and all that kind of stuff. And candles and all that. I, I just love them. I don't understand why. <laughs> I've just I've always loved that, and it was always so fun and exciting to watch, especially when you're little like that. So I remember just, like, being outside, freezing my butt off because I wasn't wearing a jacket, but, like, watch, not caring because there's all these fireworks going off, and we were the only person on this dude's street doing, like, fireworks and all that. So that was weird. It was weird that we were outside doing it in the middle of the night, but, like, we could hear other people, like, banging pots and pans and yelling and all kind of crazy stuff because it was New Year's Eve. So, um, yeah. So there's another thing that we started doing. Like, if you know, Amanda and I grew up going to church with our grandma, and my grandma's church did this thing where every year they would rent out. They're basically, like, um amusement parks are like on a very small scale of an amusement park one that I actually used to work at called boomers which I mentioned in my Victor story or like how not to deal with the creep uh, that place they rented out boomers a lot they rented out a place called funworks a lot but these places they are essentially were the same thing both of them have go-karts mini golf batting cages an arcade inside a snack bar just like all that stuff oh and they have um like tubes like at McDonald's the only thing is at Boomers the tubes are outside and at Funworks they're inside and I remember quite a few of these um these times going with my grandma to church and there was one where my mom's friend from work uh her daughter went with us to like the church thing and I remember just like her and my sister ran off and did their thing and I wanted to run through the tubes with like my little church friends and there was a guy named Kenny, yes that's his real name but I don't think he even listens to this anymore, who me and him took over the um, like zip line thing and decided we're gurus, like that's not what that means but we decided we're gurus and we're going to guru this thing together like this is our thing and um, I did not know what guru meant, that's not what it meant but apparently to us we took over as gurus and that's like what we did for the most of the night until the countdown was hung out up there and basically like bullied other kids into not using the zip line because it was ours. Like, I don't know, like what the fuck was wrong with me? Um, and then there's another time 
where we went to these things and we were at Boomers and they had this one double door that goes out to the golf course and I just remember running through that double door like right before like 11 p.m. and just running out and busting out of it and being like yeah this is the last hour of the year bitch like so excited and um finally here's one that I remember there was one night we went to this um to like this Funworks or Boomers thing though that's really crazy and I'm going to tell you that in a sec so the last childhood when I have it has to do with the last one that I was telling you about it was done at the amusement park and I believe it was going into 2001 you're going into either 2001 or 2002 but I'm pretty sure it was 2001 we'd went to Funworks or whatever that night with my grandmother my sister Amanda and I and we'd come home and our whole power was out because some dummy decided to shoot off a gun in the air. By the way, this is in the middle of the city. We lived in the middle of the city, not in the mountains where I live at now. This is in the middle of the city with, like, houses are close together. There's tons of people out. Shot up into the air, hit a transformer on the electrical wires, and shut down the power for the entire neighborhood. (laughs) So when we got home, we were walking around our house with my dad's big yellow construction flashlight and camp and a camping lantern. So when we went in our room to change up our clothes and put our pajamas on, we had the big yellow flashlight and we set it down to go change into our pajamas and it fell over and went off and me and my sister, Amanda, just started screaming bloody murder because now we're in pitch black dark with no electricity and something jumped out of our closet and took off running, which made us scream bloody murder even more because that's scary as fuck when you're in pitch black dark and you don't know what's in the room with you but something's in the room with you I mean it was a cat but like that's scary as fuck especially when you're a kid alright so I'm going to tell you about kind of like a tween age or junior high age I was I don't remember exactly what grade probably 8th grade but also probably in ninth grade but Um, My grandmother had just moved into her mobile home that year, the year before, so probably, probably eighth grade. And I had my sister, Amanda and Molly, everybody else was going out for New Year's Eve, except for me. (laughs) And I felt like FOMO. I was getting major, major, major FOMO because like I had nowhere to go. So I called my grandma and was like, Grandma, I used to do this a lot. Okay, I loved going to my grandma's house. I loved hiding out there. Like, whenever I got FOMO or I just wanted to, like, do whatever, I would go to my grandma's house because me and my grandma, my my grandma's, like, my best friend. So so I called her and I was like, Grandma, I have nothing to do. Like, can I come over to your house? And she was just like, yeah, like, I have nothing to do for New Year's Eve either. And, like, it was already dark when I went over there, so it was probably around, like, 7, 8 ish and my grandpa had already went to bed so she was literally sitting there by herself just watching tv and not even new year's rock and eve or anything just like random tv so i showed up and if you remember back in the day i don't know if they still have this channel on there anymore but we used to have and my grandma used to have it too direct tv and there was a channel called discovery kids and this year new year's eve happened to land on a saturday and it was a scary Saturday night sleepover, and they were having marathons. If you remember the Michelle Trachtenberg show, um, not Buffy, but she did one where she would, like, narrate little ghost stories. They had a giant marathon of that on Saturday nights, every Saturday night, and um, it was, like, Mythbusters. I don't remember the name of the show, but it was, like, 
Mythbusters for kids, and they had like a scientist guy and then Araya, and I forget the girl's name. But yeah, those would be on all night on Saturday. So that's what we did is we sat there and watched ghost stories on TV, told each other ghost stories, pounded orange juice because my grandma doesn't drink, and obviously I was way under legal drinking age, so I wasn't drinking either. Um, flipped the channel over just for the countdown, did the countdown, cheers each other with our orange juice in our fancy pretend wine glasses, and then right at midnight, and I remember this too, we went walking around her mobile home park, and it was super foggy and weird to just like look at all the fog and the stuff at night, like it's so different out there at night, and remember this, because it'll come back to play later. And, yeah, but overall, that was a really fun night. I mean, some people would think that was really lame, but at the time, I I had so much fun doing that because it was right where I wanted to be. I didn't care about going out with my friends. I just wanted to hang out and have fun and talk to someone about stuff I liked. And my mom and Jan were busy watching New Year's Rock and Eve, which there were a lot of a lot of New Year's Eve's where I just stayed home and watched New Year's Rock and Eve with my parents, but like that night I didn't want to do that, okay? So I'll call this guy Jacques Cousteau. I dated this Jacques Cousteau junior year, the very like beginning of junior year, like towards the holidays. So I guess kind of in the middle, but more towards the beginning. And for New Year's Eve, he had this big New Year's Eve party where he invited over all his guy friends and me. And one of the guy friends brought their younger sister, and of course, Jacques Cousteau's sister, Sissy, I'll just call her Sissy, Sissy was there, I was there, um, the other girl was, we'll call the other girl Carol, Carol was there, Jacques Cousteau was there, and then all his other friends, and we just had a giant Nerf War, boys versus girls, which there was four boys and three girls, we still won, the winners got milkshakes, <laughs> so screw you boys, you had to make us milkshakes. It was awesome, though, and there was tons of junk food. And again, pizza. If you can't tell, like, I love pizza. The pe most people that I know love pizza. So usually a lot of my stories involve pizza in some capacity. But anyways, there was pizza. There was, like, hot dogs. There was, like, hamburgers, all kind of stuff. Chips, cookies, cupcakes, you name it. We had all the all our bases were covered. Tons of soda. LaCroix. LaCroix. I didn't know I liked LaCroix. I had no idea what LaCroix even was until I dated Jacques Cousteau because that's all his mom would drink was freaking LaCroix. And um, I actually liked LaCroix. But anyways, we cheered. Everybody cheered with, the, again, pretend fancy glasses with LaCroix in them, lemon, lemon lime LaCroix. And we drank our LaCroix. And, oh, and then one of his friends got super pissed off that him and I kissed at midnight. But then I later... It, it's a whole other story. Um, TLDR, that friend had a crush on him, so he was mad that I was there that whole night, basically, because I was Jacques Cousteau's girlfriend, and he wasn't. The next year was my senior year, and we literally, it was me hanging out at my grandma's house again, but this time I was dating Ban. We all know Ban from many, many, many of my stories. Um, but yeah, Ben, he basically came over again. We went and got pizza, like not long after he came over, he dressed up. I dressed up. My grandparents hung out with us and we all watched New Year's Rock and Eve. They did not dress up, but I 
wanted to dress up because I never dressed up for New Year's Eve before and gotten all dressed up and looked really cute. So I wanted to. And then we, um, yeah, we watched New Year's Rock and Eve with my grandparents until about 11-ish. And then first my grandpa went to bed around 8 or 9 and then my grandma. And then it was just us in the living room watching New Year's Rock and Eve by ourselves. Um... And then when it after it was counted down and it was like actually midnight and we did the whole midnight kiss and all that, my grandma came out of her bedroom and we all went outside and we had these bottles of, because again, my grandma didn't drink, Ben didn't drink. I did at that time, but I, not a lot and only socially and hardly ever because I was with Ben. But basically we went outside with our bottles of Giannotti's or Michelotti's, whatever the name of the apple cider is, and we wedding crashered those bottles me and him just like shook them up and sprayed them everywhere on each other out into the road on the on the mobile home my grandma was kind of mad about that sorry grandma but um it was fun and then his mom came and picked him up and we went to winter camp which I think I talked about in the first season if not I'll do some winter camp stories but it was pretty fun night I mean, looking back on it, yeah, we could have just, like, went out and had fun with our friends. We should have went out and had fun with our friends because we used to attend this church, which is how we went to winter camp, who were having a big party there, and we didn't even go to it. We should have. It would have been probably more eventful, but oh well. So I'm going to skip a couple years I lived with Aaron. Literally, Hans from Frozen came over, and we literally just, everybody got wasted off their ass. That's what we did. It's, it like, nothing crazy happened except for I did, um... I think it was a year where it turned 2014. I went to a neighbor's house because we ran out of alcohol who were also having a party. They invited Hans from Frozen and I in. I was already kind of drunk, but not so drunk that I didn't know what I was doing. I knew exactly what I was doing. I wanted them to invite me to their party so I could steal some of their alcohol and take it back to our house, which I did successfully, surprisingly, because I was wearing a really tiny skirt and like a really tight top. I have no idea how I pulled that off, but I snuck us some alcohol back to my house after we ran out, so... And then in 2015, just like I'm sick now, I was sick then. I had made plans. Aaron was supposed to come over, and we were supposed to, like, hang out and watch New Year's Rock and Eve with my parents and basically do what Ben and I did, except at my parents' house with my parents instead of my grandparents. But nope, I got super sick. So I asked my mom, can can he still come over? My mom was like, no, you're sick. I'm sick. Nobody's coming over. So I literally just, like, laid in my bed the entire night sick until midnight my mom busted in my door with champagne and was just like cheers it's 2015 and uh that was it so 2016 was the first year I'd ever lived on my own for New Year's Eve and I was going to be alone because Aaron was working he at the time worked as a CNA in a convalescent home here in town but he was working um like later into the night I don't know if he's pulling a double or if he's just like working later. I don't remember, but I was going to be alone that night. So my thing is, this is before I got pregnant. And at the time I got pregnant by accident. So I was not planning on having kids. And my tradition was every year I'm going to buy some crazy t-shirt. And I bought this shirt at grocery outlet, the one where I worked at, (laughs) funnily enough, um, where it was just like, it's almost like, you know, the tuxedo shirt that people can buy or like the girl in the bikini shirt that people can buy where it's a t-shirt but the picture on the t-shirt is a picture of whatever it was imagine a guy like who's kind of like a a hairy chested guy with open like leisure shirt and like 
gold chains, like slumlord kind of guy. It was one of those, but it was a t-shirt printed with that on the front and I bought it. And my whole thing is my tradition is I'm going to wear a crazy t-shirt and get drunk every year. That's what I want to do. That's going to be my tradition. That's going to be who I am. So I went to the bar that used to be across the street. It's not there anymore. It was called Game Room. And that's when I decided I'm going to get on their wall of shame by drinking all 100 beers they have. They were a beer bar, by the way. So I started that night. I think I got to like 15 beers that night. I I was pretty dead by the time I got home, just so y'all know. And I burnt the shit out of my hand trying to cook while drunk and had to work that way all next day hung or with a burned hand. It was not amazing, but, you know, I mean, I don't remember it, so I must have had fun, right? So when it was going to turn 2017, the very next year after my crazy t-shirt where I got wasted and burned the shit out of my hand... I had just had a baby, like literally a few days before this, two days before this, I'd had a baby. So, um, you know how I said I just spent the night with grandma and walked around in the fog? That's literally what I did with my mom, except we had glasses of wine instead of orange juice and went on a walk through my apartment complex, which again is such a different vibe and such a different feel at nighttime. So weird, so fog, but it was really foggy and really cold, but it was so nice and it was nice to just walk around and stretch my legs and not be pregnant. And also walking around with nine stitches in my crotch did kind of hurt. But, you know, you need to, like, get exercise and stuff after you just have a baby. So that's what I was doing. And then 2018, again, I had Lex, who was almost, who was just over a year old, just by a couple days over I was super pregnant with Max. I literally just drank a strawberry milkshake and then went to bed at 9 o'clock. I didn't even make it to midnight. 2019, I put the kids to bed. I dressed up because I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I might as well dress up because even if I was by myself because Aaron worked nights this time at the casino and I thought, you know, I might as well. Um, even if I'm celebrating by myself and I'm drinking grape Kool-Aid, who cares? Like, it sh I should make it fun for myself. Just blow off some steam, right? What do you think happened? At 11.57, both my kids woke up screaming, so I had to get them calmed down enough to do the countdown with me. And then once we did the countdown, they were able to go back to sleep, and I got them back to sleep super easy. Thank God. And then I changed out of everything and just, like, passed out because I was, like, way too tired for the shit. And then 2019 going into 2020, I honestly, I think I just went to bed early that year, too. I don't remember anything I think I just like again had a milkshake and went to bed because like I just didn't care I was super tired we did a fake countdown at like eight o'clock with the kids so they could have like a countdown or whatever and then 2020 going into 2021 Lex was at my grandma's so it's literally like I put Max to bed early because or not early but like before midnight obviously like at like seven ish because that's their bedtime and and I just dressed up and I got on a video chat with some friends. I used to be on this app called Byte. I can't get on it anymore, unfortunately, but I used to be on this app called Byte. That was so fun. And I made a bunch of friends there. So we just all video chatted for New Year's Eve. So I got to dress up and talk to them. It was really awesome. As for this year, I have no plans. Zero, honestly. Um... Probably if Aaron is off, what I'll probably do is just hang out at home with him and the kids and then do New Year's Eve with him. 
for the countdown because I usually just do it by myself or on a video chat. Haha. -ha. Shout out to all my friends. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know yet. Alright, so my wisdom that I'm going to drop on you today is everybody likes to go around touting new year, new me, new year, new this, new year, new that. Um, no, we all have the same problems that we've had going on for like, almost, what, like two and a half years now. COVID's still around. People, there are some people who are some places that are out of lockdown, but some places that are still in lockdown and some places that are out of lockdown that still should totally be in fucking lockdown. And honestly, it's great to work on yourself and take up new hobbies and all that. But like, for real, yeah, it's a new year, but you're still the same person. You still have the same problems. Let's just be honest. That's the wisdom that I'm going to drop on you today. Kind of cynical. I'm sorry about that. Well, this is a great note to leave season five off on. I'm off for a month after this, so you know what they say, my lovelies. Until next month, I love you. And don't forget, if I ever cross paths with you in person, I'm going to buy you tacos and touch your butts, okay? You're beautiful. Goodbye.